0: You have entered Webmaster WebmasterRadio.fm's Digital Marketplace. Learn about some of the latest products and services beneficial to your brand to better your bottom line. Expert guests speak about important subjects affecting digital marketers and show you the case studies of how they successfully improved ROI and give you insights into solutions that can work for you. WebmasterRadio.fm's Digital Marketplace is now open. The following is a special edition of Digital Marketplace on location. Now, reporting from the Dallas Digital Summit 2015, here's Christian Matelski.
1: I'm Christian with Vision Interactive here at the Dallas Digital Summit 2015 with Matt Wallert. Thanks for being with us, Matt.
0: Thank you, Christian. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? You're a behavioral scientist.
0: Yeah. So I am a behavioral scientist at Microsoft. Before that, I built and sold a couple startups. And before that, I was in academia. So I'm a social psychologist by training.
1: Very cool. And can you tell us a little bit about what you do um, with Microsoft now?
0: Sure. I have sort of a split role. So I spend a bunch of time in Microsoft Ventures. So working with venture capitalists and startups on how they engage with the Microsoft ecosystem and how we're going to sort of help them grow. And then I also spend a time with a lab and a team sort of working on the sort of science part of it. So I look a lot at, you know, across our products, how can we build things for humans and not just sort of the tech side of it.
1: Awesome. And you have a very creative title for your talk, Snowflakes in a Blizzard. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with that name and kind of what it means?
0: Sure. So I'm a terrible marketer. I always laugh when I get invited to talk at a marketing conference. You know, I'm a scientist by trade what we're going to talk about this afternoon is the interesting sort of fundamental dichotomy between people's need to belong to a group and also to feel unique and special right in many ways those seem like they're opposing with each other and so one day you know i said oh people need to feel unique you know they want to feel like a special snowflake and i was like snowflakes blizzards wait i can use this this is like a this is a great analogy for how you actually do this and so that's where it sort of came from
1: Awesome. What are a couple of your favorite examples of marketers using this concept and like kind of reinforcing identities in their brand?
0: Sure, so I think some things that have actually become more commonplace on the web in particular actually support these ideals. So the fact that, you know, most sites when you log in will now recognize your first name, right? They'll say, Welcome Matt, right? That's a great way of reinforcing, oh, you're a unique, special individual that we recognize is different than all the other people at our site, like you have a unique identified experience. Then, on the flip side of that, I love the sort of Facebook connect piece, right? Here are all your other friends that like this thing. Your friends, like all these little people, and 3,000 other people. That's a powerful statement about belonging to a group and being part of something. And so I think you start to see these things naturally emerge from the ecosystem. And what I like is for marketers to be a little more deliberate in our product design, in our marketing, in our advertising, and our messaging, about, hey, how should you be thinking about this in relation to your identity? What are we helping you sort of define yourself for or against?
1: Awesome. So how do you think we achieve that perfect balance of making users feel unique but also part of a group? I mean, you were talking about it earlier.
0: So I think it's really about being responsive. I think we need to recognize that there are times that people are feeling various things and there are situations that are likely to make them feel a particular thing, right? So we know, hey, if they're in a really non-customized mortgage application, it's great example of, you know, here are a set, basic set of questions that everybody gets the same questions. It can feel really crushing about, like how is this related to my identity? It feels sort of very like soulless. So how do you go in and introduce the idea of some unique identity? So you might sort of say, imagine adding a question that said, "Why do you love your house?" Right Or like, why are you looking for a home? Like, why are you in love with the idea of a home? Whatever that sort of thing that could get them back to like, hey, we actually care about you. Now, is it a part of the mortgage loan? Not necessarily. But sometimes just adding trivial questions that remind people, hey, we're engaged with this process of you as a human. And you can use that a lot of ways. Imagine if you took that question, interjected it into your CRM. And so the next time you have a conversation with people, you say, oh, I hear you're really in love with this like Cape Cod. Let's figure out a loan for this Cape Cod that you're really in love with. I mean, my wife and I bought a house... About a year and a half ago. And it was amazing how quickly she became bonded to the things that we were looking at. And if you know the people doing our mortgage have been able to sort of turn to her and say, hey, I know you're really in love with this house for these reasons. I get it. I think that's a really powerful and unique experience.
1: So 2016, <laughs> do you think there's going to be more of this coming about? Or what are your predictions? I hope
0: so. If I do my job, right? if I'm a, If I give a convincing talk, maybe. You know, I think that as the tools become better, more marketers will be more apt to do it. But I really think that it's something we have to become more conscious about. As marketing automation, you know, you look at like Microsoft technology, Azure ML, right? Azure can do all the correlations for you. It can do the data analysis and then surface insights and say, hey, you really need to look over here at this thing. But machines are really bad at the, okay, now that you're looking at this thing, like what are you going to go do about it? Right? And so I think as we up-level marketers to not just executing on the standard campaigning and not just like when your Bing marketing campaign is already entirely automated, you know what's the next thing you're going to do? Well, you should be thinking about like these higher-level concepts because that's what the value of marketers is really going to be over time. It's not executing on these things that we really can get machines to do very well, but rather bringing that unique, especially human insight at the moment that analytics and machine learning can't do.
1: So is everyone going to have a behavioral scientist as part of their team?
0: I actually think that you see this is an increasing trend. One of the most common questions I get is how do we get our own Matt Waller? Like, where would you go to recruit these kind of people? You know, I love Val software has a great sort of HR manual. And they always say, we're looking for T shaped people, you know, people with a good horizontal base and one really deep vertical of expertise. So I think gone are the days when you just go to the same like MBA program and hire the MBA marketers that you always did. I think you have to be thinking about, hey, we're going to get new insights, right? If you want to grow your business, you have to be looking for growth people, right? And that doesn't just mean getting the same people that you always have. Where's your psychologist, right? Where was the last time that you like really went out? Where's your journalist? You know, people talk about content marketing. Why are you not getting journalism majors? You could teach them the marketing piece, like teaching people how to write, to authentically connect to people, to do those sorts of interviews. I mean, I think there's tons and tons of adjacent spaces that people should be looking for recruiting.
1: Can you give us all your website so we can link?
0: Sure. Um, my website is just my name. It's mattwaller.com. Although I am a terrible, terrible and very sporadic blogger. I'm also a new dad, so it's getting even worse. I don't have as much time to write as I would like. Of course, Microsoft Ventures, you know, you can find lots of stuff there, and it's, it's relatively easy to find me online.
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Of course. Thank you, Kristen.
0: Thank you for listening to Digital Marketplace on location, only on webmasterradio.fm.